make me feel so young You make me feel like spring has sprung Like the way he's speaking His confidence is peaking Don't like his baggy jeans But I'ma like what's underneath him and Love is a which feels like a series finale. Um, and I have some awesome guests joining me tonight that I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm uh, Bethany or B, and I am not that B on Tumblr. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'm Honeysuckle Pink. And I'm, well, well, I'm pink. I'm Honeysuckle Pink. Anyway, sorry. I just got out of working out and I'm like, ugh. My brain's catching up with the rest of my muscles. So, so. good. Just relax and enjoy. Um, all right. So um, this episode is actually, you know, something I kind of realized. It's the two-parter to the 100th episode celebration. However, mm-hmm. it kind of feels like the third episode in the trilogy because when you add City of Angels into it, it kind of feels like, I don't know, like a trilogy. Um, so oh, yeah. Yeah, because the end of City of Angels goes right into, because right. it kind of ends on almost a, a cliffhanger, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the City of Angels stuff feels like a wrap-up of the newbies, where and then the 100 episode kind of feels like a throwback to the old seasons, and then this episode kind of wraps up like all the senior storylines, and mm-hmm, oh, right. it just kind of feels very complete in certain ways, so. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is Holly and April. Um, this, this they have teamed up because they are going to bring back Lee Club. Um, they do have the kind of funny montage. It's not a montage, but the discussion at the beginning of the episode about um, who they would um, sleep fuck Mary kill. Yeah, fuck Mary kill. Mm-hmm. And um, I, the, it's really kind of cute. Actually, I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of either of those characters, but it's kind of funny. Um, that they would both push Brad, the piano player, off a cliff. Right. Um, I don't love uh, her character, but I do love Kristen Chenoweth, so I don't mind it too much. No. And I'm kind of a weird way in that I absolutely love Holly Holiday, but I'm not that big a fan of Gwyneth Paltrow. 
Yeah. <laughs> so the exact opposite. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah. Uh, we get these two, and they're trying to conspire to find a way to keep Glee Club in. Um, Sue, not Sue. Holly has kind of an in with Sue. Um, and so Holly comes up with this idea. Now, I, this is one of my least favorite aspects of this entire episode. So we're going to talk about it first. Um, she gets the idea to dress up as Temple Grandin. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh and God. does a really, really bad impression of, I mean, it's not a, it, it's insensitive in a lot of ways. Which mm-hmm. leads them into a foam party song of, oh, um, okay. God, what is the name of that song? A cl- party all the time. Party all the time. Yeah, yeah, featuring yeah. Rick James, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and the song's fun. I'm not saying, but the, the impression, I'm just like, oh, stop. Um, but yeah. The song and the, itself was always, it's like, I kind of just, just skip over the whole Temple Grandin thing and just yeah. be like, okay, this guy kind of, I think, I think that whole, that, that, that was like the big nominated television thing, I think, that year. So, oh, oh really? That makes sense why they would pull on it. Um, yeah. But yeah, then they have the foam party dance because in, this is supposed to get everybody involved in singing. I'm not entirely sure what Holly's plan is here. Because um, it's the animal husbandry club. Yeah. yeah. I think that but what they thought was maybe if it, if it, Glee Club itself was actually over then what they could do is maybe they could incorporate music into other oh, schools. Right. Yeah. Because we, we, and so we got Holly doing party all the time. We didn't get April and Will doing total eclipse of the heart. Right. With uh, the astronomer. astronomer. Right. Uh, they cut that scene, which I, come on, Ryan Murphy. It's like, it's probably not something I really want to see, but damn it. I want to see everything. <laughs> yeah. That would have been, uh, and I was going to mention it a little bit later, but like, yeah, well, just so they cut this scene with the newbies singing Total Eclipse of the Heart. I think it yeah. would have been, you know, a nice uh, moment for them to have a final moment in these two episodes. Mm-hmm. So. We can talk about it at the end, but I mean, I, I'm just very pissed off that the newbies got such short trips. I mean, I know that not a lot of people were fans of them, but by this point, they had truly grown on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they I, had actually come into their own. And I felt like at the end, it's just like, oh, Glee Club is over and screw y'all back. Yeah. I Even as a person who's, it still didn't, wasn't a huge fan of them, I, I still think that they got the short end of the stick. But um, they did not get one single song. Yeah. I mean, it's fire two episode stretch. Like their last performances were in city of angels. Mm-hmm. And even then the vast majority of the vocals for the city of angels episode were Blaine, Tina, Sam and Artie. Right. All right. Um, so, um, because people, and I, I understand that the temple Grandin thing was supposed to be offensive so that they could get canceled. Um, so they're canceled completely. Cause Sue was like, no, for you put in a, we're getting the bosh on that. And so um, it goes into the other parts of the story. But the last bit, I, I will have to say, the oh, uh, first of all, there's the shout out to um, Will's, or Holly says to Will after they, after Glee Club is officially canceled, maybe we should do Glee on Ice with the hockey team. I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and um, if they last a few more seasons, they could have done a check please crossover. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Right. <laughs> um. And 
then at the very end of the episode, or the end of the episode, Holly and um, and April will talk about going on a gay cruise together. Mm-hmm. Yes, but before uh, before that, um, Holly and Sue decide that they're going to try out for the Amazing Race, and oh, they have yeah. that little that little clip that they do together, which I thought was hilarious. They're a team gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's uh, you know they they don't have a huge amount of screen time, which is fine. Um, I mean, a lot of times the guest stars will, like, take up a majority of it, and I feel like it's wisely played. They kind of are minimized to a smaller role in this particular episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say, they had a bigger role in 100, so Mm -hmm. they were a little bit more background in this one. Mm -hmm. And I I wish, I kind of skimmed through some of the stuff when I was doing my rewatch. I kind of wish I had watched the whole thing, exchange between... Holly and April, but yeah, together they're actually really a delight, and I'm sad that earlier in the series they didn't make use of that. So mm-hmm. I'm sure it would have been hard to get Kristen Chenoweth and Gwyneth Paltrow in the same room most of the time, but still. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow is married to Brad, isn't she? Uh, I don't know if they're married. Yeah, but they're engaged. Yeah. Mm. Were they no. at that time though? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. They were dating at least. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I thought she was still with uh, Chris Martin. Technically, they, they hadn't had for conscious uncoupling yet, had they? <laughs> I don't know. I well, don't know. I have no idea. I always thought that they got together, and that's why she did the guest role, and then she was in the. Oh. Well, she did so much with Glee. I could be wrong. I well, no, she, she, I know that she was still um, with 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 Chris Martin. Yeah, guy from Coldplay. Because they were able to get a Coldplay song because oh. of, because of that, and oh. they, yeah, I, at least that's what I read somewhere. So take it with a grain of salt. But um, yeah, Coldplay was one of the groups that we weren't going to give their song. Oh yeah, that's right. And um, so yeah, and I just watched the Honest trailer of Iron Man Two, which came out in like 2010. <laughs> And they were still married then, so that would have been okay. Holly's first appearance on the show. So, but somewhere between there and 2014, they unconsciously mm-hmm. or consciously uncoupled, and she started dating Brad Felter. So, gotcha. There we go. All right, <laughs> more Gwyneth Paltrow in this episode than you know you probably wouldn't have thought. Um, <laughs> okay, so the next thing I kind of want to talk about is Tina and yeah. her future plans. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about a second that she didn't get into her backup school of OSU, but she will get into Brown, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm like, seriously. I mean, when I it, okay, as, we can shrug and say, but it's Glee, all we want, pretty much. But you know, just that thing. Look. I applied when I applied to schools. It's like I had to do like a, I had to bend over backwards for places like University of Virginia and Tulane, Mississippi State. I'm pretty sure we just checked to make sure that I could breathe and that I was a real person. Mm-hmm. As and long as like the state called, just like, can you? It's yeah. like, do you have a pulse? Yeah, You're good. Well, yeah. Do you I, live in you this state? Yeah. Are you a resident of this state? And did you take your ACT slash SAT? If those two things happened, you're in. And like the I application always, was eight page long. Right. I always put OSU on, on par with U of M. Um, and I went to MSU, which is like, 
when you think of like sports teams, it's like a step down, but academically it's pretty equal. Um, yeah. Oh, you went to Tyler Oakley school. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's what I said the last time I, you told me that. <laughs> no, it's like, seriously, I literally just watched Tyler's going home. His, um, he did the whole series. And I just literally watched his Michigan state homecoming episode. Oh, that's funny. He was there about 10 years after I was though. So yeah, uh, I, I probably would not have seen him walking around. It's like on the opposite end of, Oh, great. So-and-so went to that school. You were probably there when Larry Nasser was still working there. I, I was, um, yeah, but I, I did live 40 minutes from Darren for four years. So there's that. Oh, Hey, yeah. <laughs> right on. Crazy. There you go. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, my, like, as a side note that I'll probably edit out, um, one of my cousins actually went to school with him, with Darren, um, at U of M, um, yeah. just knew him in passing, didn't really know him, know him, but, like, yeah, anyway, um, so anyway, Tina's trying to, you know, and she's trying to get into these schools, what do you guys think of the whole Jewish college thing that she applies for? I'm like, <sighs> oh, God. I don't either. Yeah. I'm like, and look, I, I, when I remember, and God forgive me for this, but I remember that movie Soul Man, and I know it's not nearly the same thing. But <laughs> yeah. And that she could technically kind of claim something by adoption, but it still feels just uncomfortable. Kind of the way the Temple Grandin thing was like, okay. And then she pretend, like, she pretended that she was on a whatever she called it. Mm hmm. And I didn't like that either. Uh, I don't know. On uh, a kibbutz? Kibbutz, yeah. Okay. I think that's it. I don't know. I'm Presbyterian. Yeah. <laughs> I just know that she, like, said it on the thing. I don't know. It's a... It just makes me a little it's like, it's, it's just, like, it's the whole, it's like, you know, it's the whole crew. Let's, the writers, let's shit on Tina some more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So... They're packing up the choir room, and, and Rachel's now there to, you know, tell her not to cry. And um, that's when Kurt and Glenn come in really excited. Um, and my, one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Sorry, like, I'm you know, laughing. You just got married. You're adopting Russian babies, right? That's what I was laughing. <laughs> like, no, no, <laughs> Sam. And Kurt looks at him like he's flown in from outer space. <laughs> like we're not doing that. Thank you. Right. <laughs> It's like, I already had to deal with this with Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, but then Blaine did get into Niata, um, mm. which is fine. You know, and I know at the time people were like, why Scam isn't school. there, oh, sorry, what, Pink? Scam school. Scam school. <laughs> yeah. um, there wasn't more about him, like, more fanfare about him getting in, but at the same time, he's not going to stay there, so, you know, it's yeah, it's just gonna end up dropping out and going to NYU anyway. So yeah, um, which is a like better school. Yeah, so, and oh. apparently Blaine does what you're supposed to do and applies to backup schools. <laughs> yeah. 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 Plus, you know, I've said this before and I'll say it again. They already told that story. They yeah. told that story with Rachel and Kurt. They're not gonna rehash it. With right. Blaine. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um. And so that's when Sam gets really excited and knocks Tina out with the trophy. Trophy. <laughs> and then chums. we get Chums. Chums is another fantasy sequence uh, for Tina, um, which, you know, I guess say what you will about 
about friends i think it, i just think that in general that whole sitcom feel like changing glee to be a sitcom i thought was really entertaining um yeah so yeah we open and you know and you open with like tina in your fantasy goodness uh curtain blades <laughs> <on the bed, laughs> making out um, yeah and they're all over each other and i take that to mean that they are also all over each other just when we can't see them oh yeah or at least Tina's imagining it in her head a lot. Um, but yeah. And, you know, I think it's really funny that when they, like, she catches them and, and they pull away and, like, Kurt's all demure and, like, covering himself even though he has clothes on. Cracking up. And also covering his nipples <laughs> or his breast area. And, sorry. Oh, dude. His breast area. And I'm like, one, you have a shirt on. And two, you're a dude. Like, yeah. don't, do you swim in a full swim costume this is tina's fantasy we all know how I, kurt would react if it was real he would yeah. be, throw her the nastiest of looks right <laughs> for interrupting you are interrupting the fact that apparently they're in bunk beds right? and apparently they're bunk beds because the entire population of the glee club is now crammed into this one new york apartment which i, I will say is probably the realistic part about it true but i wonder if it was also like i feel like in the 90s it would have been like people in bunk beds I don't know why. Like, I just, I guess, I don't know. I, get, I think it's comes. more like college, quote unquote. Oh, yeah, like a dorm kind room. Kind of a, yeah, like a dorm room. Yeah, yeah, possibly one of those, like, dorm suite kind of things. Mm-hmm. Although, like, Rachel's room is the exact same. So whoever lives in Rachel's room has the whole room to themselves. Yeah. Whether that's <laughs> Tina or you Rachel. You know, I wonder if the censors were like, you have to put these guys that are, like, small little bed and they can't have Kurt's like full size something and guys, that it's obviously a bedroom that is shared so that right, therefore they can't yeah. do a lot of stuff. And it's like literally has, a, no go ahead I'm sorry I was gonna say it's like literally what they did with Lucy and Desi oh, that was yeah. what I was just gonna say like and in the old style one person had to have one foot on the floor and Blaine yeah. has one foot on his on the floor oh yeah, yeah and they would have like you know like separate little twin beds with like yeah. a nightstand in between yeah well and they weren't like it right. wasn't like blaine was between kurt's legs he was obviously on the side. it's still you know i give him credit though because it's still a pretty hot little moment for the amount of you know maneuvering that they did but honestly the the backseat of the car in the wedding was more hot oh, so yeah. yeah i agree for um, sure but so yeah and then tina breaks it up and then we get everybody um in in the loft like already comes up the stairs like in his wheelchair in his wheelchair i don't even know how he did well, that well he was able to get fountain in the new york episode <laughs> it's true um and oh well first of all there's that the title sequence which is obviously a homage, uh, homage yeah. to the friend stuff which i i thought it was cute i um mm-hmm. and then it's like it was- Oh, go ahead. Yeah, the same. Tell me if I'm wrong. Did Rachel actually have the Rachel, or was that more of a Monica hairdo? No, I, that Rachel was more of a, a Monica hairdo. Yeah. Tina was supposed to be the Rachel character. Tina had the Rachel, okay. and and Rachel had the Monica. But actually, the tanning thing was a Ross. So mm-hmm. I thought that was a, just a commentary, a joke on Leah Michelle's expense because she kept going tanning. It could be, but that is an actual <laughs> plotline that happened in Friends. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> um, so yeah, I love the beat with um, 
with Sam not having his clothes because he keeps forgetting them at the laundry. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know what that was about. Well, but I, I think it was just a comment on, like, you know, and Joey on Friends is always so stupid. I think it was just a, like, if you're going to pair him up or whatever, Joey gets to be, or Sam gets to be the Joey-ish character. I guess. Um, and then they go to the set, and and that's when Mike is like, I'm going to come back, and I came to see you so I can win your heart back. Oh, wait, did I say that out loud? And there's some canned laughter. Um, right. And he's like, I brought all my chums with me, and suddenly Mercedes and Puck and Brittany pop out from behind the thing. Mm-hmm. Chums! Chums! Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of that. I was just, I rolled my eyes. I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I yeah. thought it was cute. but, do, but yeah. Um, I do think the body swapping one was a little bit better. Yes. So. It was yeah. better, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of going along with Tina's story, kind of following her along, though, um, she... Later on in the episode, um, she is still kind of upset, and that is when they sing the um, the Loser Like Me rendition, the very slowed down mm-hmm. version of Loser Like yeah. Me. So, um, which I like. I know other people, possibly in this room, don't like it, but yeah. <laughs> Are you calling me out? I like it. Yeah, I'm calling you out. Oh. <laughs> okay yeah well then i'm calling you out too <laughs> it's just not my favorite all right so um loser like me um yeah i actually really like it i think it's just a, I, yeah the lyrics are crazy when you listen to them but i think everybody sounds really good on it and i think it's a, a really nice rendition of it and, I, don't know. I wasn't a big fan of the original so it's just it's just not my favorite song that's okay you're gonna have a not favorite song mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I, you know, it's kind of nice because then, like Tina, everybody talks about, um, you know, Sam's not going to college, and and Blaine says you never know what your future, and, and you can just go to New York and be with us, and and it'll be cool. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, yeah. Right. Oh. Now I'm curious. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of wish she had brought it up as just like, hey, look, Kurt went to New York without a plan. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Out. Exactly. So I'm kind of wondering, maybe you guys have thoughts on this. There's all of this, you know, conversation about Tina, like, possibly going to New York and worried about going to New York and we get kind of her story. And then they don't stick her in the New York arc. And I don't know what you guys think mm-hmm. about that. I don't know. There was a lot of... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say... I, I don't really have a whole lot of thoughts on it because I don't understand why they didn't. I never really understood that. Like, she was a pretty big person in the Glee universe. She was, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of thoughts because I don't understand why they didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think? It's hard because, I mean, I think there, there was quite a bit of controversy and talk about who was carried over to the New York plot line and who wasn't. And this was in addition to the people who were obviously ticked off that the newbies were just kind of, you know, shoved to the wayside and that was the end of it. Um, but I think there were, there probably, there could have been some contractual issues. There could have been, honestly, there could have been some cases of, look, we know that this, we know that Fox has supposedly promised us a season six, but 
for all we know, you know, they might just be able to pay Ryan Murphy. It's like, here, we'll give you $5 million to just end it now. <laughs> I also wonder if it was kind of a trade-off. Like, we'll bring Mercedes back, but then we have our, like, six, seven, or six-ish. Because at that point, Naya was a little bit up in the air. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe we just want to have a smaller cast and we want to have Rachel, not Rachel, uh, Mercedes over Tina. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know why, like, bitter person me, I don't know why they chose Artie over Tina. But that's know. just me. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe they already had tested in mind. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so, um, kind of, because I'm going to say some of the last, the ending stuff, but like, I'm going to just keep the, that in chronological order. Um, the other really big storyline in this episode is actually the end of the Rachel versus Santana stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, to start it off, though, is got to be one of my favorite scenes. Um, Mercedes and Kurt are in the auditorium. And yeah. um, they start talking about, you know, sometimes friends, you know, are mad at each other. And just <laughs> earlier that day, a, a, a fight broke out that, you know, started years ago and it flashes back to to Mercedes and Kurt in the line and Mercedes wants tots and Kurt is like I don't know dude those things aren't really food and, and Mercedes is like it's a potato it's vegetable and Kurt's like how much potato do you really think is in that and they do it much better than I do so yeah <laughs> I just like how Kurt goes babe zero nutritional value and she's just like Get off my case. Potatoes, <laughs> tots are potatoes. Therefore, potato or tots are vegetables. And she, he's like, how much proof? I want proof that there's actual vegetable in that or potato. In well, that. She says something like, why are you trying to steal my joy? Or why are you trying to, re- I don't know what exactly <laughs> she says, but it's funny. Oh my God. Mostly it's just funny because they're like creating this major quote unquote drama to like look we can get over our things why can't you guys get over yours I think one of my That's, the favorite yeah. things though oh, is God. that when they get done they're like Mercedes is like I am so glad none of you had to be there to see that and Hardy's like I was behind <laughs> you in the line <laughs> right well, <laughs> I definitely didn't even remember that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I gotta tell you, this makes me this makes me want somebody. It's like I, I don't have time to do it. I've got too much stuff I have to write professionally. But I I just want someone to write a fic about Mercedes deciding that maybe she wants to be healthier, and so she gets those cauliflower tots. Oh, they're actually pretty and good. Are they real? Yeah. Uh, there is not enough ketchup in the world to oh. brown the taste of those fuckers. I like them. <laughs> the cheese stands alone. That's okay. We like you anyway. Listen, maybe if you melted cheese on them, they would be okay. They are. Maybe that was like put more cheese on them. Did you add salt? Um, no, I tricked my kids and told oh. them they were tater tots, and they believed me. So, no. they get an A plus in my book. They did use ketchup, though. <laughs> See, maybe what I need to do is I need to buy a bag of regular tots and a bag of cauliflower tots, and then get my husband to make them and to tell him to don't tell me which bag you got them from. <laughs> oh, right. that's a good idea. Yeah, have you guys heard about that cauliflower pizza crust too? Maybe I've made it. I like I like cauliflower though, so oh, maybe okay. that's part of what my thing is. But I made the mm-hmm. cauliflower pizza crust too. 
Because I got a food processor for Christmas, and I was like, I'm making cauliflower pizza pizza crust. Yeah, I've just, I just I think there's just too much. I think the issue that I have with any of the cauliflower as a replacement for things is that I feel like it's there's too much water content. In yeah, cauliflower. you do have to squeeze it all out. Yeah. So. But anyway, um, so Kurt and Mercedes sing "I am changing" or "I'm changing," mm-hmm. and uh, I yeah, Mer- once again doing Dream Girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. and man, he's Effie Watt right there. I, I I don't know if Kurt matches her that much. He doesn't, and bless his heart. And they actually bring they bring Amber down a little bit so that that he can get to get him to go a little like so they can meet more in the middle it's a great scene i love it i actually own the song and i listen to it regularly but i'm gonna listen to her version from actual dream girls more because she sounds better on it because it's just her but um we can at least appreciate kurt's red pants because absolutely (laughs) oh yeah and they're holding hands and i just love them i just love them so much Oh, as, as much as her as great as her friendship was, I can't, still can't believe they only had two duets the entire I know, series. I agree. It's crazy. And the fact that it's been like it was in season one and now here. Like, mm-hmm. how did yeah. that even happen? What in the world? So mm-hmm. um, I do think there are some really great facial expressions during this particular song. Mm-hmm. Um, Santana catches on really early on what's going on, and she's just mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing this. Um, right. And then there's uh, Rachel who takes a little bit longer to get to it. But really hilarious. If you watch Blaine, he's like confused. Like, what are you guys talking about? Who's fighting? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. It's Rachel and Santana. I'm okay. It's just really funny. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, wait a minute, babe, are we fighting? Yeah. No. Okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Everything's good. We're good. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah, also in this scene, though, is a uh, quick shout out to Pun. Pun- Puck and Quinn, where, mm-hmm. where Mercedes what is, is what like... Is quick? Quick, or... you think? I think they were quick. Quick, yeah, quick. But yeah, yeah she makes a, a comment about, we don't know when we're going to have another accidental pregnancy, and, and Quinn's like, no, that's not happening. No. So, no. So. Um, so, after the song is over, Rachel meets Santana in the bathroom, and is kind of like... Is like, look, you know what? I don't want to fight anymore. I'm trying to feel nostalgic. And Santana's like, no, I'm not doing any of this. And mm-hmm. and Rachel's like, well, you know what? I am done fighting. You can have like 10 shows whenever you want them to be. And Santana's like, nope, that's, I'm going to take your thing. And I, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's interesting. I don't know. I'm like, I think that had this happened earlier in their fighting, that Santana would, like, if before there was actually any kind of fighting, Santana would have been fine with it. But I think since Rachel made such a big deal about it, this mm-hmm. is that's why Santana's like, nope, it's all or nothing. You made this really super personal. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not backing down from this. At least right. Yeah, it just becomes that. about Santana, just like, just about her beating Rachel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, then it moves on to the, the next part of this kind of I don't know, engulfing it is the Britannia stuff. Mm. Um, Mer- Mercedes, no. Uh, Brittany <laughs> has laid Brittany, out yeah. all of these lilies, the lesbians of flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, has they a- look like vaginas. 
That's probably why there's a lesbian in the birth of flowers. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because they look mm-hmm. like vaginas. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hold off until season six when we start to talk about how mounds is the candy of lesbians. <laughs> or the right? lesbians the candy. Exactly. I guess because of boobs? I don't know. Yeah, I uh, so. Because Almond Joy has nuts, mounds down. Oh, oh my god, yes! I always thought it was because of, like, boobs. Yes, I thought too. <laughs> that could be that, that too. makes way more well, could sense. Be both, but that makes sense, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, you know, there's this whole big... Oh, wait, does that make, not, does that make Almond Joy the candy of gay men? Yes, so. I guess so. I, okay. Did she say what the? She didn't she say, never, but she didn't. never says. That's that's what we're assuming. <laughs> right. Oh man, it's been a long time since I've seen that episode. Um. Yeah. So anyway. Um. But yeah. So. You know, Brittany and Santana have this conversation about how Brittany doesn't really want to do MIT because it's not her dream. Um. I kind of wish they would. Like, it's interesting, the more I've done these podcasts, the more the conversation has come up that Glee kind of focus, does a super focus on, like, performing arts. It's, you know, and you can't mm-hmm. do anything else besides that. Um, but I, I do think that dancing is a better fit for Brittany. Um, mm-hmm. And then... I agree with that, yeah. um, And then... Um, she, I do like what Brittany says to Santana, though, that, like, you know what, you're just doing this out of spite. This is not your dream. You know, you mm-hmm. should really find your own dream. And, and Yeah, she really is like, since when is Broadway your dream? And she's yeah. like, I'm pretty sure you just always made fun of Rachel for the whole Broadway thing. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. What do you guys think in general of this whole kind of arc of Brittany and Santana getting back together? I think it was pretty much like uh, in, uh, intended to be an end game in some way or another. I, at the time, I thought this was the end of the Britannia storyline. I thought this was like, okay, they're going to ride off into the sunset and that's the end. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was wrong, but that's what I really thought. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if like kind of what Pink was saying earlier, I'm wondering if they were kind of trying to give finality to a lot of things in case they didn't mm-hmm. get a season six. Mm-hmm. I really think, I really agree with that. I'm sorry, my dog just barked. Oh, um, I really think that, uh, that I'm agreeing with you, Pink. Like, I think that they mm-hmm. were like, this is, this storyline is ending and this storyline is ending and this storyline is ending mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we'll move on from here and it'll be something different. Mm-hmm. Now, had it wasn't until they started doing the New York art that Naya got fired for like a half second, right? I don't remember. Did we ever yeah. actually get confirmation that she did get fired, or was she just like? I don't know if she was fired. I think she was. I mean, we're just being fired, and then there's just being written out of the last few episodes. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really. I don't know if she was ever officially that. fired. Yeah. Um, but I do, I, I get the, I obviously Heather had got, you know, because she had a baby, she wanted to go to, to you know, only being a, a guest role. And so I'm guessing they, you know, thought it might be a good time to wrap up that storyline. And mm-hmm. they probably knew going in that Santana and Brittany would not have a bigger role in the New York arc. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so yeah, that, that gets Santana back on track so the next scene with Rachel and Santana 
Santana basically says, you know what, I'm not, I, you know, I need to do things for me. Brittany's right. Like, mm-hmm. you go ahead and take the show. I'm going to quit. And um, so I, I guess my question for you guys, what do you think of this as the ending of all of the feud stuff between Rachel and Santana? Well, it's, um, you know, it, it is kind of a, okay, let's just, it almost feels like eight was kind of an excuse to have another Santana Rachel duet, which, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like I would have rather have had something else in there rather than, than okay. I don't know if I would have having like a, a reprise of maybe one of the reprise of songs of one that we actually effing voted for. Yeah. <laughs> Cause true. remember they did that right. whole point yes. about, okay, which yeah. songs do you want us to recover? And of course they completely ignored everyone's suggestions. Like, okay, well we've already had this thing written in, in the can for months. So never mind. Yeah. So, um, um, but I, I do say I've, one thing I felt like got just just like wrapped up the Santana feud with Rachel. They wrapped up kind of in Santana, but kind of in the end, you know, it's just, just like for just I don't uh, to, to quote Orange's News, but like we're just gonna be lesbianing together, yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> there's no specific you know end goal career wise in mind yep. for Brittany and Santana. And so I we're just gonna uh, write off. I completely agree with you on that because I think, you know, I I know that a lot of people like wanted Brittany and Santana to be together and that's totally cool. And, you know, I'm glad they got there happily ever after, but I feel like they got the short end of the stick too. I mean, they never gave Santana or Brittany a direct direction other than, you know, Santana kept just saying, I want to be famous over and over again. And even Mm -hmm. at the end, Mm -hmm. even in season six, when they go through their nice little arc of getting married, they never have any kind of career aspirations or any kind of direction for where they're going to be in their lives. And I just felt like it it felt, I, I don't know for characters that were such a big part of the show and that, you know, a lot of fans really latched onto. I'm, I'm sad that they didn't get a proper, like more cohesive closure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. And and, Hey, we're not, Time we last we heard of them, they were going well, with the exception of the ser- true series finale. The last we heard of them was they were going off to uh their honeymoon at Wonder Woman Island, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, which I'm very glad they did not try to pronounce on the show. <sighs> Why, the mascara, I don't know Wonder Woman very much, so. <laughs> Someone will, will uh, someone will say it's just like y'all don't know how to pronounce whatever it is. Well, to ask, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, you know, and it's a nice scene. I don't always buy Britannia, but I think the scene goes really nice. I like when Brittany says, like, I she, she says something about like I have a degree in Santana Lopez or however mm-hmm. she puts it. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. Yeah. Um, I do like that after the scene is over, this is the scene that leads into the loser like me scene and Artie rolls in and he's like, why are there so many flowers in here? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that was funny. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh God. Um, we, we were just... at the, um, we're, we're talking about be okay. I be think okay. we were talking yeah. about be okay. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was saying, I don't remember if I got this out completely, but I said, you know, I think the song is about everything being okay with the Glee Club ending and just ending on a mm-hmm. happy note. Um, 
So. And I agreed with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's like, you, you know, um, Will is standing there and he's like, yeah, you know, you guys still have songs in your hearts, but you can't sing it in this choir room anymore. Well, 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 naturally, technically it was the Puck and Quinn song. Oh. That was the last one. Which a lot of people were pissed off at. Yeah, and a lot of people were pissed off at that because, damn it, that was like they had really wanted Curtin Blaine to sing that. (laughs) Which song was it? Because I fast forwarded through. Yeah, the Puck and Quinn one was um, just just give me a reason. A reason. Oh. And I really like that song, and I think they sound fine on it. Um, I don't know if we really would have wanted it for Curtin Blaine, but it would have worked in season four. Yeah, in season four, not now. I don't think it would have. No. Because they're fine. But uh, um, it was that Pink and Nate Ruiz song. So. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yep. The guy from Fun. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a really cool duet um, in the original mm-hmm. version. So, um, yeah. And I think they sound nice here. And this is when Quinn and Puck um, say they're officially dating and kind of get their little happy ending. And I kind of, I don't know. I don't know if they needed to come back in season six um, because I think this wraps them up in a nice little bow. But. Yeah, I mean, I got the I didn't never got the impression that they were still together when they came back in season. Yeah, six. that was the weird part about it though too. Like it was so ambiguous that it's like mm-hmm. I think that in because Quinn comes back in Jagged Little Tapestry, Tapestry, and then the finale, and then Puck is back. No, she's back in the second one. She's back in Homecoming. Oh, right, because they do that. Cause, yeah. Because yep. remember, it's like they go to the tea party, the student <laughs> tea party club. Yeah. And yeah. Like, well, she had sex with a Latina lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but Puck is back for the wedding episode and the finale. Too, but they don't Everyone really was do like. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. That was the thing. Quinn wasn't back for the wedding episode. Like, she was back for. Um, three, but not for... She wasn't even back for Jagged Little Tapestry. She was back for Homecoming, but I don't think we saw her again until the finale. Right, right, right. And even when they, like, because they were both together for Homecoming, it, they didn't really interact all that much, but mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. Um. So, yeah. And then, mm-hmm. so then we kind of get into the ending sequence, which is like the last 15 minutes of the episode. Um. We mm-hmm. start out with the video to... Uh, Will's kid mm-hmm. um, that Holly had gotten kind of pulled Artie aside and said, "Hey, help me with something." Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Um, and I kind of actually like this this uh, video diary thing, even if mm-hmm. it is for Will's baby, because um, there's just so many really nice beats to it, and you have Rachel and and Kurt narrating at the beginning, and everyone gets a nice little kind of beat. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, there's the t- Sam actually, you know, does an impersonation of of Will, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah. Huck talks about how he wasn't a nice person majority of the time, and and gives the nerd guy his book back. Um, mm-hmm. That sweater's and- legit. <laughs> yeah. And then of course there's the the Kurt and Blaine stuff, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. which I really like because Kurt says, you know, the Glee Club saved my life. And, you know, my kids wouldn't be born either. And in case anybody doesn't know, when he mm-hmm. says uh, Tracy and Hepburn, he's referring to Catherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy. Spencer Tracy. Old school mm-hmm. uh, movie stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they totally would do that. I could see Kurt Blaine yeah. kids after movie stars. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Blaine pops his head in and it's like, 
We used to. We used a surrogate. We did. And Quinn and donated the egg. I donated and the Quinn's egg. And Quinn's like, I donated the egg. And do you guys remember New Normal being on at that time? And we all joked yes. that it was like the mm-hmm. New Normal like little trailer thing. But mm-hmm. there were like two different ways of looking at that. I think there was there was the New Normal AU where um, where they were basically curtain Blaine grown up and. And then there was the direction where Blaine was either Blaine or Kurt was actually the grown up son of those two characters. Oh, um, yeah. oh I don't think I heard that things, one. There were some weird things going on in thick world back then. <laughs> but yeah, that was one of them was like, I can't even remember the characters names, but like Andrew Reynolds and the guy from National Treasure. Yeah, that's how I remember <laughs> them too. I don't remember their names. One oh, was man. David, right? David. David. David and Andrew Ryan. Oh, no. Brian. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yep. And God, I do remember the blonde girl's name, though, at all. I, I know recollection. No. It's like Goldie or something like that. Yeah. I think that's the actress's name. Not Goldie Hawn, but there was like a Goldie yeah. thing. Yeah. She, was Aust- she was one of those that was just like, holy crap, she's actually Australian, but... Hmm. Um, and Nene Leakes. Uh, you know, and the Nene... And, oh, sorry, what? Anyway, I was just going, anyway. anyway um, <laughs> I, I think the nice thing about this little clean part, though, is that for whatever's going to happen in, you know, the end of season five or the beginning of season six or whatnot, this was kind of like, hey, this is where we plan on taking the clean story. This is kind of, you know, mm-hmm. this is very much like they're going to have their happy little ending and it's another, you know... Another nod to Kurt and Blaine having a baby, which there are more of. When you go back and look, there's more nods to that than people might think on first run. So, yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I think that was always Brian Murphy's mm-hmm. plan. So. Yeah, I think there was some fuss about the because, of course, you know, in in in, in fandom canon, Will is the worst. Um, so I think a lot of people felt like this, they were giving way too much credit to Will that was undeserved and like, eh, that's, that's not really the story you're telling on the show. Right. And I, um, you know, but the, with, oh, sorry, with Kurt saying you literally saved my, my life, that was one of those things where it didn't really hit us until we got the true series finale right. for 2000. Right. And you can that's even, what I was going to say as well. Even angle it that it's not necessarily will like personally stopping Kurt from harming himself or whatnot, but it's just that will created the space. And if that hadn't happened, you know, Kurt might've done something different with his life. Right. Um, like really glee saved his life. Yeah. But, yeah. but shoot, Mr. Shoe was the one who started glee. So the two are synonymous with each other. Right. And that's how he can say that, your dad saved my life because Glee saved his life. Right. And mm-hmm. even if I, I mean, I'm, I, everybody knows I am like the least favorite world person ever, but I, I get that. I'm not one, I'm not to be upset about that. I get it. I think it, you know, mm-hmm. especially when they do bring it up, like you said, in 2009. Um, mm-hmm. So I think at the time I was a little bit like, uh, that's a little far. But then once we got 2009, I was like, no, I mm-hmm. think that's probably mm-hmm. it's exactly the story they were trying to tell. Right. Yeah. yeah. And even like a lot of these, you know, little bits feel heavy handed at times. But I, again, it's not especially since this is an episode that is framed as a finale. It, it doesn't feel like it feels earned. I feel like a lot of like. 
Brittany and Santana talking about, you know, girls and, you know, way back in the stone ages, people didn't like girl, you know, loving girls. And now we can. And, and you mm. talking about her journey and, and even already talking about his journey. And I think that, you know, it's a nice moment to kind of reflect on all of these characters and the journeys they've gone through. So. I remember when this episode first aired and somebody, and I don't remember who, so I'm really sorry if it was you and I'm not crediting you. Um, posted on tumblr like that scene made her that person nostalgic for the person will was at the beginning of this season and not mm-hmm. necessarily the person he was you now series? or the series yeah 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 so it was sense. like a nostalgic thing for him then not necessarily now yeah. mm-hmm. um a shout out to when they're all giving adjectives about what will is like he's nice and etc and britney's a sand dollar like that just that little bit cracks me up. <laughs> I know, right? And like Kurt and Quinn's faces yeah. kill me every time. Like, Quinn's just like, sure. Yeah. That's the thing <laughs> yeah. that happened. Even Santana <laughs> was a little like, what? <laughs> oh, so. Um, and then yeah, so then the after the um after the the video's over, the you know, the mm-hmm. um, you hear about that? And I don't know. I I know a lot of people didn't like the number of times that they they did Don't Stop Believing, but I love this version of it. It's a great Mm -hmm. use of all of their voices. I love that Kurt gets to sing one of the leading roles. I like that, you know, they all come Mm -hmm. out in kind of this, you know. He sings in his lower register. Yeah. 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 They come out Uh, as if they're in credit order or when they first came on the show. And yeah. so everybody gets a little bit of a moment coming in and saying goodbye. And this is actually what I thought they would do for the series finale. You know, present Rachel I first and, and then Kurt and the new the, the original five. And then bring mm-hmm. in, like, you know, Brittany and Santana. And then to bring in Blaine and Sam and then all the other people, you know. And I was really surprised they didn't do that for the series finale. But um my only gripe mm-hmm. with that was I wish that Sam and Blaine would have come out at different times than the other newbies yeah. just because they came mm-hmm. in earlier than they did and it, they kind of grouped them together and I was yeah. like, well, really? They mm-hmm. came in end of season two, beginning of season mm-hmm. three. Right. So they should have yeah. gotten their own kind of entrance, but that's really splitting hairs. It's a very yeah. good scene. Yeah, especially when, like, I, it's kind of cool because everybody kind of gets their moment. And even like there's a moment where Jake dances with Mike, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like Blaine and Tina get a, a couple of lines when Will's singing. Um, I think one of my favorite things was a fandomy mm-hmm. thing when, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when Britney spins around, people joke that she turns back on time because time will go now like at a normal mm-hmm. pace in the Clee universe again. <laughs> yeah. But. So yeah, and honestly, and truth, and you know, you know, truth right now is that is actually probably my most played version of "Don't Stop Believing." Mine too. I mean, you know, it's like you know, I'm, I'm I was sorry, sorry, and Finn, but this really is my favorite, just because everyone's it, yeah. well, obviously with the exception of Finn. But it is. It's really. It's a nice way to to like bring it full circle too. That you know, it really started out as like this Finchel duet, and just like the five, six of them, and now it's everybody, and it's all inclusive, and it's at the end, and um, yeah, this is you know, 
This is definitely meant to be, I feel like it's a season finale for season four. I think it's a series finale for what the show was. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious to me that it's in the middle of season five, but um, yeah. But if you think about it, the show does change from here on out. Yeah, it does. So, and and the and at thirteen, technically, the way that television is nowadays, at least it has been for the last five years now, technically, a season, thirteen episodes is considered a full season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be the full twenty-two. Right. Well, you know, and something I was thinking about, I, I kind of was thinking about this back in season four, but when you look in the structure of like. I feel like everything from the beginning of season four to here is one season. And then if you take the back, you know, last mm-hmm. seven, which would have been nine if they didn't shorten the, you know, and add that on yeah. season five or on the season six, that would have been an entire season. Uh, or if, even if they had gotten the full 22 for season six, it, it felt like mm-hmm. Ryan Murphy was telling a bigger story, like between two seasons than three seasons, if that makes any sense. So mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, I mean, there are several different points that that it could have ended. So yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm I'm glad though that we get this little bit of continuation that we get. Uh, you know, I just, yeah. New York. Is yeah, we get that little. Yeah, because we need to get Adam. And what sucks is that, and y'all talk about this in the next episode, but you, we finally get New York. We finally get Adam Lambert back, and then he's gone. I know. I agree. Oh. Oh, Adam Lambert God. should have just stayed forever. I am still pissed off at Miss Mojo because okay, this is tangent right okay. now. <laughs> so Miss Mojo, if y'all have watched the Watch Mojo Miss Mojo videos, we do top ten pretty mm-hmm. much everything. Yep, they did a top ten guest stars of Glee. Whole reason they did that was because I actually submitted it. Oh really? And I even submitted the whole list. Wow. Of like and. They left off Matt Bomer and Adam Lambert entirely. What? Are you kidding and they, me? And they fucking put Britney Spears at like number two. What? She has like two seconds. They, I know. They put Gwyneth Paltrow as an honorable mention. So she didn't even rank top 10. What? So who was the they rest didn't count, of them? They didn't count. Uh, let's see. Uh, John Stamos. Um, they counted John Stamos. They counted Demi Lovato. Really, um, Demi Lovato? I mean, I like. You could tell they just kind of went through literally a list of Glee guest stars and were just like, okay, who are the most famous pop culture people? Oh. That we know. That's and lame. it was really fucking lame. Wow. And a lot of people were pissed. And I was just like, seriously, this is the last time I ever submit a suggestion yeah. for a fucking list of you people. That's so. the worst. Come on, people. Like, don't do that if you're not going to put your research into it. I feel like that's just, yeah, whatever. Lame. Yeah. We will have to put mm-hmm. our own to, own list yeah. together. I mean, they did have Neil Patrick Harris. They did, they did include Adina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth and Neil Patrick Harris. No, did, like, Grant, and, did Grant Gustin count at all? Or was that no, and like, a lot of people argued this. is because, frankly, Grant Gustin wasn't a guest star because that was Grant Gustin's first acting gig. <laughs> Okay. So if it, if he had like been gotten famous on the Flash and then done Glee, that would have counted. Okay. Uh, well, I just thought maybe Frank he was, was on so many times. Like after a while, like if you're on, you know, for a while, yeah. you stop being a guest. Yeah, but that's the thing though. They their 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 rating was just like, like you know, as long as you weren't a part of the regular cast, then you counted. And so everyone was like, well, then why the fuck isn't John Groff on there? Oh my God, really? Oh my goodness. Yeah, Jonathan. Oh, 
if they had Kristen, if they had Kristen Chenoweth with the Dean of Mazzella, they left off Jonathan Groff. Huh. Sure. I'm going to look up this damn video. Y'all, y'all talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> it's all good. So, um, okay. So the, the don't stop believing kind of wraps things up and then we get this sequence of graduation and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I like it. I wish it could have been a, like a beat or two longer. I feel like it rushes through everybody quite a bit. But I like how everybody gets a beat. Artie um, is named first, and then Kitty's in the the audience. And I'm, I'm, you know, I understand why they did what they did. And I don't think that... Oh, God, before we talk about that, though. Shoot, before I forget. Um, we have to talk about the newbie's final scene. Oh, Yeah. Um, so the newbies are in the choir room by themselves and they're talking about how they can't believe it's finally over. And Kitty jokes to Unique that, um, they have to, you know, Unique actually jokes to Kitty that they have to, um, she has to say hi to her in the hallway and Kitty's like, no, I'm not going to do that. But obviously joking. I don't, it's unfortunate that they didn't get a better wrap up, but I do think it's a nice little scene for them as they come in and a huddle and kind of you know, celebrate mm-hmm. the fact that they were characters on the show for, uh, for the most part. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I've got the, so I've got the thing up and all right. So da, 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 da. Okay. So the guests were, it's like, this is going from 10 to one, uh, Demi Lovato, um, Olivia Newton, John. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll count it. John Stamos, um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Ricky Martin. Okay. okay. I mean, yeah, I'd put Ricky Martin up there. Yeah, I would. Um, oh, Kate Hudson, yeah, Sarah okay. Jessica mm-hmm. Parker. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm actually have to kind of go through the oh, video. Uh, Adina Menzel. Which makes sense. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Britney, again, Britney Spears, number two. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I mean, she didn't have anything to fucking do. No. Honorable mentions were Gwyneth Paltrow, Josh Groban. <laughs> wow. And then number one was Kristen Chenoweth. Okay. But, yeah. Oh, and Carol Burnett. Sorry. Oh, that makes Carol sense. Burnett. Oh, oh yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But still, but still, I'm like, I would totally, I totally would have, okay, first off, I would have been a little bit more strict about the guest star thing. Yeah. If you're not, if you're going to include Adina, include John Groff. If you're not going to include John Groff, don't include Adina. Right. Agreed. Um, I would have completely taken out Britney Spears. Yeah. Put in Matt Bomer <laughs> instead of Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would put in Matt Bomer instead of Britney Spears. I'm actually, uh, you know what? Considering it's only one episode, I probably would have put Adam Lambert in. Yeah. So. So. Anyway, moving on. Okay. But um, that's. So yeah. d- d- Pink, did you have anything that you wanted to say about the newbies? Because I've been talking about that. Yes, and they got screwed, and I understand that Melissa had to go off and play Supergirl, and Jake had to go get slaughtered on American Horror Story, and <laughs> um, you know, Ryder, Blake had Jenner had to go do his thing. You know, I, he, am, he he had to go be in a movie with super hot Tyler Hecklin. So <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad they did get Kitty and Unique back. I think those two characters were the most popular out of that group. So they got a little bit more to do in season six. Well, I tell you, I'm pissed that they got, they had Kitty and Unique back, but they had no interaction between Kitty and Unique at all. Yeah, no. that's true. Yeah. Um, 
In fact, there was no between in, in any of the club. I mean, it was just unique and Will. Well, and then unique and Beast. And unique, yeah, and that was good. I'm glad they at least did that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. I just, I, I wish they had gotten a song. Yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> I'm sure they got songs they could, or at least at least a few more a few lines in "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah, I'm just kind of surprised they didn't get anything in, in "Don't Stop Believing." So, yeah. Right. um, so yeah, so we get into the graduation, and um, Artie's first, and he and 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 Kitty's watching him, and I am kind of sad they didn't have. I guess I can understand a clean break, and it's not the first time Artie's been dumped off screen, but um, or. <laughs> just I don't besides know. Tina, was he ever dumped on screen? I don't. Well, Brittany dumps him. Brittany pretty much dumped him, but she, oh, she yeah, called okay. her stupid, and Brittany was like, "Yeah, yeah Brittany dumped okay. I'm trying to think if he had any other like long term relationships after that, but I don't think that he did. After Kitty, it's like I don't know if he even broke up with Kitty or if he just went to New York and started being a hoe. Yeah, he just went to New York and started. I really yeah, he just said that or Kitty says that he just forgot about her once yeah, he, he ghosted moved. her basically. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awful. Artie. Oh goodness. Um and then we get Blaine, and I like that Kurt and Blaine have a nice little hug there. Um we get Tina and they have their Queen T signs for her. Um, <laughs> did they have anything for Sam? I don't I don't remember. No, I don't think so. Um, I don't. It also cracks me up that they, the all these seniors are like in the first half, like the first beginning part of the alphabet. Like <laughs> all these right. Evans is the Arch last. Abrams, one. Anderson, Blaine Anderson, Cohen Chang, and Evans. Yeah, um, yeah. And then Becky gets to graduate, yeah. which was nice. I mean, season five Becky is not my favorite, really, but I am glad they gave her this little moment. And mm-hmm. how everybody's cheering for her. And then, um, yes, and then they let Brittany graduate, which is a nice yeah. little thing. Even yeah. Santana's like, I pulled in some calls. I'm like, man, if you can just pull <laughs> some know. strings to get somebody a high school diploma, that's mm-hmm. hilarious. But I tell you what, though, I mean, look, it's not, I'm never going to accuse Glee of having an organized graduation ceremony, but I mean, at least they tried yeah. with the season three kids. By this time, it's like, we're just going to throw them all up on stage and we're going to have Tina find out that she got into Brown in the middle of graduation. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm um, like, what the Everyone's just like, what the hell? Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, it's kind of fun. Well, at least they got a little bit more graduation stories in some ways because mm-hmm. oh, I guess most of season three was about like the seniors leaving, but this, these guys at least got like their final, like, uh, the lock-in stuff and the valedictorian stuff and, and more graduation stuff in some respects than yeah, the right. first group did. Mm-hmm. I think I would rather watch this than the season three stuff. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. Um, and so then we get to the end of the episode. I mean, there is that one scene where Santana finally says, you know what, Brittany, let's go to Lesbos Islands. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, probably doesn't have all only lesbians on it, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, she tells her it's mostly German uh, tourists. <laughs> um, and and then we get this final Will and Sue scene, which I think is mm-hmm. appropriate, especially for something that yeah. is feeling uh, like a series finale. You get mm-hmm. um, this, you know, yeah. 
I like the the fact that the scene starts out with like Sue with this bottle of whatever it is from the eighties. Right. Discontinued oh, thing, and they actually drink it. That cracks me up. Probably Reuniti on ice or something like right. that. <laughs> um. But yeah, and this is where Sue gives Will the job or opportunity for uh, the vocal adrenaline position, mm-hmm. and, which is interesting as much as they frame this as the end, that it's a, a kind of a cliffhanger thing because you don't know if he takes it um, right. until season six, I don't think. Um, but yeah, and then there's the nice does he not Does he not tell them that he took it when he comes for Rachel's opening night? I don't think he does, but it's been a no. long time since I've seen that episode. Right, so. I haven't either. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. But I mean, Actually. with that, it's 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 also. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. So, yeah, oh, but no, yeah, go ahead. He, go ahead. What, what were we gonna say? Thanks. No, it's just immediately flashing forward to just like the time that he bows and there's just the the, the piano bench. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they oh, left yeah. the piano bench and took the piano. Dude, I totally <laughs> thought that too. I was like, why did they leave the bench? But and they did, but they took the piano. It's I don't weird. know. Maybe no. whoever took the piano is like one of those boogie. Yeah, or maybe it, like, it's like the whole Jerry Lewis. Yeah, or maybe it's Will's bench that he brought in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I always thought it was supposed to be that so that he could have somebody to bow to. Like that was the audience yeah. that he was yeah. bowing to. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, like every every high school based drama where there's kind of a focus on the teacher, kind of has that that last empty classroom shot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm pretty sure they had that one. Who was the oh god? What best in class? Not best in show. What was the one that had like Martin Mull as like the teacher, and it was he was teaching like the honors class. Oh, I it was on know. ABC. I don't remember that, but I do remember Boy Meets World. I was gonna say Boy Meets World thing. is the one that I remember because they end <laughs> yeah. that in a classroom as well in Mr. Mm-hmm. Room. Yeah, and then he turns off the light, which is so sad. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't the light already off when? Or does Will turn off the light in this one? I don't know. No, Sue turns it, was it off. Cl- yeah, head of the class. That was the one I was oh, thinking head of. The of. Class. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a bunch of gifted students. Uh, Robin Givens was in it. Okay. Um, but yeah, no. Pam uh, turn. Uh, Sue turns off the light when she walks out. Okay. Which is mm-hmm. nice. Which I, is weird. Because Will's still in there. Maybe a little cliche, but it's you know. It's, mm-hmm. And I like all the little quotes that they do, like it's mm-hmm. from the different mm-hmm. voices and. Of course, you hear Finn's voice in there as well. I don't know. It's an it's a nice ending, and and I like this episode much better than the hundredth episode. I think it's even though mm-hmm. there's definitely plot lines left open purposely because like Clay doesn't get a whole lot in this episode, but obviously they're going to focus on them quite a bit. The New York arc, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, they pretty much wrap up everything else though. Anything that is not a storyline going forward, they they put they kind of it's done. It's They've said what they mm-hmm. wanted to say, and, and mm-hmm. everything from here on forward is definitely the new material or like the going towards the end of the series type stuff. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we pretty much reached the end. You guys have any other yeah. thoughts or anything? Or? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, final. I guess one final thought would be, you know, we've all we've discussed how this this very well could have made a series finale. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are several places actually in the show's series history that could have been. Um, one, honestly, I'll, I will say it. I, I know a lot of people literally stopped watching after season three because they did not realize yeah. that it had come back. I agree I with think you they on changed, that, actually. I think they changed, I think they changed 
nights. I think they went from like Tuesdays to Thursdays or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are just like, oh, well, I just assumed that, you know, everyone graduated. And then Mm -hmm. when it it wasn't on its normal night, then I figured that was it. I agree with you. I I think a lot of people stopped watching then. Um, I think there were a lot of people that felt like it should have ended after the quarterback. That once Corey was gone, that, that, that's when it should have ended. Um, I, I so there's like there's, there's the season three end, the season, the Corey end, the, this one, this one. And then, um, the end of season five could have been a finale. I, I, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, that performance in the streets of New York of, of Pompeii mm-hmm. very yeah. well could yeah. have been, it could have been a finale. Well, and, it and saved the hell of a lot. It would have saved us a second breakup and fucking Blanowski. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. You have to think of kind of the pros and cons. Like if it had ended, it would have it, it would have been fine if it had ended at this episode. But I would have then wanted, we would have we would have missed New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I would have been more fine if they had done it after the New York arc. If they had said we're not doing season six, I would have been okay with. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Um, if they would have ended it there and kind of like you know draw your own conclusion about how everybody ended up. Yeah. yeah, that's what fanfic is for. Exactly. Right. You know, think... with, oh, sorry, go ahead. with fanfic, Kurt and Blaine just basically have sex on every single surface of the yeah. loft after Rachel leaves and then they go out <laughs> and, leave, and then they have a fabulous New York exactly. wedding in Central Park. In exactly. uh, fanfic, Rachel's new LA show is a success mm-hmm. and isn't a complete effing joke. Um, <laughs> Mercedes tours with Beyonce and. Yeah. Sam and with Mercedes get married happily ever mm-hmm. after having 20 kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. I think that, I mean, I think had they had edited here, I think that, you know, Rachel and Kurt and Blaine and a couple of other characters would have had more definitive ends. I do think that the writers knew who their popular mm-hmm. characters were, who the characters they wanted mm-hmm. to focus on were. And mm-hmm. I, I do think this was definitely a let's wrap up all these other storylines we're not talking about type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was room to do a complete, like, if you had done that, this would have been a, a fine ending to mm-hmm. what the show was. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, it's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. My, uh, my only other final thought, which is completely unrelated, but I have to get it out oh, since sure. this is really the only thing that's really realistic. Um, for those listeners who watch RuPaul's Drag Race, just if you don't already know just how fucking robbed we were this week. Um, last week, it was already an absolute travesty that Blair St. Clair, I do declare, um, sashayed away. But then to find out that she sashayed away just a week before Snatch Game and that if she had stayed and had done Snatch Game, she would have been Rachel Berry. Really? Oh, Really? Yeah, wow. in fact, go check her Twitter. She's got like her, she's got her Rachel Berry drag with the oh, with man. the L. She was going. <laughs> it's like Blair was going to do Leah Michelle as Rachel Berry. That would have been really cool to see. Uh, yeah, all the it things would have robbed. Uh, well, on that note, I think I will wrap it up here. Um, I want to thank you guys for for doing this one with me. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Join us next week when we start a whole new podcast set in New York City. <laughs> Um, and otherwise have a great Sunday night and we'll see you next week.
make me feel so young. You make me feel like spring has sprung. Like the way he's speaking, his confidence is peaking. Don't like his baggy jeans, but I'ma like what's underneath them. Love is a battlefield. I'm almost through my memoirs, and I'm here. Cause all of me loves all.